Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and Living Local. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce your host of Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. We have a tremendous show for you today. I can't wait to get to it, but I will. Just one second, because we first need to hear this word from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we are back. And as promised, we have a terrific show for you today. And not just because my name is O'Brien. We have with us Mark Joyce. He is the president of the 69th Holyoke St. Patrick's Day Parade. How are you, Mark? I'm great, George. How are you? I'm terrific. Glad to have you here with us. Thank you for having me. Well, with the, the time is right. Uh, this is a week that uh, everybody in Holyoke has been waiting, what, three years for. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Three this years is, since this, the last parade. This is the start of St. Patrick's Day Parade. We, we have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the parade. We're going to talk about what all this means for Holyoke. We're going to talk about what the um, last couple of years has been like from a planning perspective. Uh, you've been president of the parade for longer than anyone, three full years. I, I can't imagine what that's been like, but um, let's just start for those who don't know, kind of put in perspective uh, what this week is like for Holyoke. Uh, this is early in, in St. Patrick's Day week. We're, we're posting this podcast and it's a, actually it's a month long or two month long parade of festivities in, in Holyoke, but this week especially uh, is when it all comes together. Tell us what it's like. Yeah, and, and this this week and next week obviously is the is the culmination of uh, three years of planning for our 69th parade in our 71st year. I like to call it. Um, I, I think what it means to, for Hoyoke is it's a return of a, of a tradition that uh, everybody, most everybody who's around now, grew up with it. Um, it's um, something that uh, has been terribly missed and is greatly anticipated. Um, I can tell you that for certain from the people that I've been in contact with over the past several months and even the past couple of years that uh, you know, they're just looking for this to get back. It's good for business. Um, people come to the city, they stay in our hotels, they eat in our restaurants, um, they spend their money and uh, all of our businesses, uh, not all of them, but just about all of our, our businesses and not just in Hoyoke, but in the surrounding communities benefit tremendously from these types of festivities around this time of year. And we've missed that the last two years. Uh, so okay. So uh, for those who don't know, kind of give us a, a brief history of the parade in Holyoke, kind of walk us back okay. um, 70 years now and kind of fast forward. Uh, it's a great tradition. Uh, and you've been going, uh, I know you told me since you were a little kid. So yeah, um, it kind of gets ingrained in people. Yeah. Well, there were a group of, uh, of uh, happened to be Irishmen that got together in the early 50s. And the first parade was in uh, March of 1952. Um, and we have had a parade every year since through thick and thin, through uh, uh, good weather and bad weather. Uh, we had to cancel one parade because there was a tornado watch that began in the middle of the parade. So we had to evacuate the streets. But other than that, uh, we have gone you know, every single year up until 
two years ago when uh, COVID uh, descended upon us and uh, we had to cancel the 2020 and the 2021 parade. A lot of civic pride and not just to the Irish, but to all Hoyokers. And uh, we have, by the way, we have a great number of uh, what we call regional committees also. So this is truly a regional event. Um, but our, our history is, has been bringing in very distinguished national award winners, honoring uh, very deserving people. Um, and, and I'm thinking that uh, we've got a great group of winners this year, and we'll talk about those in a bit, I hope. Um, but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a civic event. It's a cultural event. It's a celebration. Um, I liken it to a homecoming. And uh, next weekend, Saturday and Sunday, uh, and starting, you know, it started already, actually, um, you know, will be a wonderful time to be in Hoyo. Okay. So just kind of walk us through, uh, as painful as it might be, uh, kind of turn the clock back to 2020. The, the pandemic hit just as you were pretty much getting ready to, to step off and start walking down the parade route. Uh, yep. What were those last couple of days like? Oh, they were tough. Um, you know, we, we had been, we, we work hard every year, but uh, that year we worked particularly hard to plan for the uh, 2020 parade. And uh, when 10 days before the parade, I was asked to go to the mayor's office to talk with the uh, Board of Health, with the mayor, with the uh, police department, with the fire department, uh, Department of Public Works, and uh, primarily the, the medical and, and healthcare professionals there. Um, and they explained what the problems were. And the city of Hoyoke has to grant us a permit, both for the road race and for the parade. And uh, they weren't comfortable going forward with this. And, and upon, you know, I knew, I knew the pandemic was coming. Um, we never imagined that it was going to be anything like it, like it has turned out to be. Um, so that decision was made on uh, the 10th of March of 2020, uh, two years ago on this date, um, to cancel that 2020 parade. Um, that was painful. It was really painful. I was looking forward to a great parade. Um, members of our committee uh, felt as bad as I, if not worse. Um, my daughter was a, was a very hardworking member of our committee, and I was looking at her as we made the announcement at the mayor's office, and she was in tears, and uh, it, I got choked up a couple of times. But um, So it was, it was hard, and, and there were a lot of people that you can well imagine that agreed with us, but there were a significant number of people said that, uh, you know, what are you bailing out for? Why are you, we're Irish. We don't, uh, we don't back away from anything. And those people turned out to be wrong. And I hope that they've acknowledged to themselves at the very least that uh, it was the right decision to make. 2021 comes along and uh, we have uh, still no uh, uh, medicine or injections for the, uh, for the, bear, uh, for the, uh, uh, all the different viruses that we were, we ended up having to combat. And uh, so we, we decided to go to the city ourselves in uh, the, right after the first of the year in January of 2021 and, and uh, cancel it, uh, not even seek the permit because we knew that there was, there was no way we were going to get a permit. And, you know, we hadn't even heard of Omicron yet. It was, it was just Delta. And uh, we, but we, we had that feeling. Everybody agreed with us. Uh, but again, two years, one year, you know, you, you can miss and maybe that's not as big a deal. Two years is a very big deal. Um, and we've been concerned this year as we were, you know, we've been planning all along. We never really stopped. Um, and this year, um, when the Omicron reared its head here a couple of months ago, um, many of us were very concerned. And so we've been following along with the, the Hoyoke Board of Health 
Uh, I speak to uh, Sean Gonsalves, the Board of Health Director, on a weekly basis. And, you know, we've been trying to do everything in, in accordance with the, uh, the health healthcare guidance that we've been getting from the professionals. And I think it's worked. Um, the city of Hoyle granted us the permit, so we're ready to go now. But I would not have wanted to miss a third year in a row, George. I'm sure you wouldn't have. Okay, you're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking to Mark Joyce. He's the president of the 69th Holyoke St. Patrick's Day Parade. Uh, we've been giving you a little history on the parade and, and talking about uh, the past couple of years, as painful as they were. Uh, Mark, when we talk about the pandemic, uh, a phrase you hear a lot uh, in terms of many different kinds of businesses and different kinds of products and services is pent-up demand. I think that there's probably maybe no better way <laughs> to kind of sum up the, the parade and, and the road race and, and what's going on in Holyoke than, than pent-up demand. It has been three long years. So can you kind of talk about what it's been like in Holyoke leading up uh, to the event this year? Well, all of our events um, you know, that, that we have planned have been hugely successful. Um, I think we had a, a gala it, it, on February 19th that was held up at the log cabin. Um, it was our first opportunity to get together as a group in a social setting such as that. We had about 180 people all socially distanced and wearing masks until they sat down. Um, and now that the city has uh, relaxed their indoor mask mandate, um, we're seeing a lot more people. Um, we had a concert last uh, Saturday night um, at the warehouse, and there were close to 400 people there. Um, and they had just a tremendous time. And I think that was a, a great release for many of the people who've been anticipating that the terrific band that we had. Uh, earlier in the day, we had a wonderful turnout at the merry-go-round for our, um, our Dobbin event, which was the horse that used to be in front of the old Yankee peddler and now is, is in residence, if you will, at the Hoyoke Merry-Go-Round at Heritage State Park. Uh, we sold uh, all kinds of tartan items, uh, not just ties and scarves, but uh, all kinds of keychains and anything you can think of, hats. Um, it's just been, I think it's, pent-up demand was a great description of it, George. It's, it has been pent up and it needs to be released. And the people so far are really releasing it in a good way. And we hope that continues. Talk some more about the uh, impact of the parade and the road race on the business community in Holyoke. I mean, it, it's, I know it's huge, but um, can you just put in perspective what it means uh, to those businesses, especially those in the hospitality restaurant sector, to have this at least two events. Uh, for some of them, the, the road race is bigger than the parade. What it's like uh, to have that back? Well, it's they're thrilled. Uh, they're thrilled. Um, you know, I've been talking with them periodically, just socially, and uh, I'm friends with some of them. Um, the pubs, the bars, uh, there's some of the ones, particularly the downtown locations, that this could be 40 or 50% of their gross revenues uh, of the 12 month year. Um, and if they miss that, that's a real big chunk out of their, uh, their finances. Um, but think, think about the people that come to the city that, that stay in our hotels, that eat in our restaurants, that uh, shop in our stores, they're going to the mom and pop store, maybe to get something before they go out or come in. Um, there's really very few businesses that aren't affected in some way. And it's, it's a pot, we hope, and I think it is, it's a very positive effect that we have on the community. It brings people together. They want to get out. They want to do things. 
Uh, it's a wonderful time to be in Hoyoke, we always say, and, and it's also true in Springfield, Westfield, West Springfield, all the other surrounding communities that comprise our members of the parade committee as well. Um, they, they benefit as well from this. So it's, you know, the numbers, I, I can give you estimates because people have told me that, uh, you know, this is 40% of our revenue, um, but I, I can't give you exact numbers and I can't, you know, I, I can't go much further than that, but that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Um, and so we really feel an obligation to make this thing work as well as we can and make it attractive so that we attract, you know, hundreds of thousands of people come to Hoyoke. I mean, we've had crowds as big as 400,000. It's hard to, it's hard to get an exact number, but, uh, some of our folks have been around a long time and they're pretty good at estimating it. So I expect, you know, uh, 250 to 300,000 people here at a minimum. And, uh, you know, those people are coming and they're up for a good time and they're, they're willing to spend money and everybody benefits from that. All right. Speaking of the business community, you rely on a lot of them uh, as sponsors for this event. Uh, they're the ones that have really made this possible and, and they've stuck with you through these two years. I want to give you an opportunity to, to talk about uh, how important that's been. Yeah, that, that's been just uh, crucial to uh, getting us to where we are today, uh, 10 days away and ready to go. Um, in 2020, when the parade was canceled, um, most of our sponsors had already paid their sponsorships, um, and we typically disperse those funds to the, to the marching units that we pay. Um, when it was canceled, not one, well, one because it was a, 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 a town, and by law, we had to return the money, but that was the only sponsor out of all of our sponsors who said we have to get our money back, and we gave it back, obviously. The other sponsors said, just keep it, hang on to it, um, and we'll put it towards next year. And so we were going to do that. And then next year happened, and we had to cancel the parade again. And they said, keep it again and use it towards the 2022 parade. So we did that, and it's, it's made our planning a little bit easier because we have this um, the, the finances that we wouldn't ordinarily have carrying over those two, two blank years, if you will. Um, People's Bank, your sponsor today, has been a uh, sponsor of our road race for, uh, you know, close to 40 years, I would guess. And they have been just an incredible sponsor for the parade and for the road race uh, all the time. They were one of the ones that said, you know, just keep it, hold it, use it two years later. Two years later arrives and People's Bank said, okay, keep it. You kept it. You used it. We're going to give you the same amount of sponsorship again for this year's parade. And Congressman Neal is another one that has done that. So there have been a number of organizations that, you know, carried it over for two years, and we and we very much appreciate that. Um, but there are there are a number of them that contributed again this year, and that is, I think, a tribute to them, and, and we're very very appreciative of that. Okay, you're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and sponsored by People's Bank. Uh, we're talking with Mark Joyce. He's the president of the 69th Holyoke St. Patrick's Day Parade. I think I'm getting to the point that you most uh, perhaps wanted to get to. Can you tell us what we have on tap for this year, uh, what people can look forward to seeing, uh, and maybe talk a little bit about your award winners? They they get uh, those keep those awards for three years, I guess. So they had to wait three years to be honored, one, one right. or the other or both. Right. There, there are longest serving award winners and starting with uh, myself as the president, but uh, more importantly, our grand marshal is attorney John Driscoll, Jay Driscoll, better known, better known as, 
uh, prominent local attorney, and uh, he'll be leading the march on uh, Sunday. Our JFK award winner is David Glidden, uh, CEO, President and CEO of Liberty Bank in Connecticut. David is a Hoyoke native, uh, very, very active in charities, philanthropy, uh, and he will, he will be very warmly received, I'm sure. Our ambassador to Ireland award winner is uh, the Honorable Marty Walsh, former mayor of Boston, now serves in the Biden administration as the Secretary of Labor. Uh, and also we have two very distinguished guests um, from Ireland who are coming uh, to our parade. And I think that's a big deal because uh, Boston is the same day as Hoyoke's parade this year. And they could have chosen to march in Boston's parade, and they've chosen to come to Holyoke. So we're, we're thrilled and very appreciative. Council General uh, of Ireland to New England, Dr. Leisha Moore, uh, will be with us. And also uh, the highest uh, serving official that uh, I think we've ever had in the parade, uh, the Minister of Education for the Government of Ireland, Norma Foley. And they will be marching uh, with uh, uh, Marty Walsh. Uh, so that hopefully will uh, be a little something different. And, uh, you know, we're, we're excited. Um, our um, Citizenship Award winner, th- those of you in the media probably know her well, is Eileen Curran, former newscaster out here. But she served for many, many years as uh, the color person on our broadcasts uh, when WGBY was doing the broadcast. Um, and she is uh, just a, a, a gem and her family has a long history in Hoyoke and uh, her Uncle founded the warehouse, and uh, you know her dad was a, a well-known firefighter and uh, president of the Hibernians for many years. So um, those those are kind of the uh, the award winners. We also have three wonderful award winners from our committee: uh, our Rowan Award winner, given for long and meritorious service, um, is uh, Brian Dunyu. Um, excuse me, Brian Dunyu is the um, O'Connell Award winner, given for fundraising. Um, Bryn Fair is the Rowan Award winner, and Bryn is in charge of our music, and uh, she's put together some tremendous bands that people are really going to enjoy. Uh, and John Boyu from Chicopee is our Gallivan Award winner as the out-of-town committee member who has uh, helped us great de- a great deal over the years. Um, we have a couple of bands that I want to mention, if I can. Uh, Tian Guo from Greater New York is a marching band. They were here in our last parade in 2019, and they were just a huge, huge hit. So we made a special effort to bring them back. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have a new group this year called the Brooklyn United Drumline from Brooklyn, New York. It's a group of young people. Uh, They have about 20 drummers, and that's that's their music, their drumming. And they have a dance troupe that comes along with them. They perform at the New York Giants football games and professional football games and the Brooklyn Nets basketball game. So they're, they're very, very good and talented, and I think people will really enjoy them. And we have three mummer bands. Uh, we have two, two groups of horses, the uh, Mel- Halimar horses and the Caballeros. Um, we've got stilt walkers. We've got hula hoopers. We've got wing dancers. We've got jugglers. We've tried to bring a little bit of everything um, so people will, will really see something a little bit different this year, but we want to stick with the same high quality that we've, we've always, uh, you know, really relied upon that's sunday that's the parade saturday the road race will attract upwards of five or six thousand runners and i'm not sure what the number is right now but i'm pretty sure it's uh, a little over four thousand so that's that's our good turnout uh one last question it's a big one uh who's in charge of the weather and are they up for the task well uh our grand marshal is traditionally in charge of the weather and that is my uh my good friend uh jay driscoll our grand marshal and uh 
If you look back over the past two years, the day of the parade in uh, 2020 and 2021, they were beautiful days, just beautiful days. Now, I've looked out at, a little further out at the extended forecast. And, um, oh, it's don't too do early. that. Well, I know you have to do it, George, but it's, it's too early to panic, but they're not looking like, uh, uh, you know, 70 and sunny. So we'll, we'll, we'll take 50 and sunny. But, um, you know, we're hoping that the Jay is going to work his magic and he's, he's two for two. And the one that really matters is this one. So we've got a lot of pressure and he's, he's under a lot of pressure on, uh, that we're putting on him. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope he does well for you. I hope you have a, a great show. I, I, like I said, I think there's enough pent-up demand. I, I think you're going to get a great crowd. Uh, break a leg, as they say. So. Okay. Well, thank All you. Right. Well, thank you for uh, coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, and again, uh, thanks for, for persevering uh, through all the last three years now. And uh, like I said, have a great show. Thank you, George. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. We'll see you on the parade. Group. Okay. And thank you to all of you for listening. This has been Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.